0: Welcome to the Windup, the weekly podcast with me, Sean Philip Maylor, and her microphone. Pour yourself a well-deserved cappuccino and join us as we spill the tea and recap the latest episode of Canada's Drag Race: Canada versus the World.
1: Remember to click on that subscribe button and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram at the underscore pod for all the latest news and bonus content from the show. Racers, races, start, start your, your engine. engine hello hi we're back we're back cheers cheers so cheers. uh obviously we've been away for a little bit canada versus the world is happening we're back in the world of uh podcasting and youtube so obviously everybody's super happy to see us um uh, is my microphone what are you drinking
0: oh today i am drinking cupio pinot noir dry rose that's delicious and it's cheap because it's one that my company buys and I get discounts on it. So that's why I bought it.
1: I love it. I myself am drinking a cheap Prosecco that cost me all of seven dollars because um waiting for payday.
0: Yellowtail, Yellowgren, Bailey and Bailey. Oh, it's much worse. I can't tell you. Wolf Blast.
1: Lower, lower.
0: There's not much lower.
1: It's uh, Koa, Koa, Koa,
0: Koa, Koa. Oh, Koa. It's actually oh, uh, not too bad K- for like a $7, K- yeah, yeah, new, Z- new Zealand Pinot Noir Chardonnay, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's cool, yeah, we sell that,
1: we're into her, like, she's mm. a good budget, if you're on a budget, yeah. kids, oh, yeah. and you want some bubbles on a budget, go there, get
0: that, I mean, I would never buy anything less than $15, but still, um,
1: well, look at you, you're the classy uh, one in your disco get up already for the, uh, well, new disco I mean... theme,
0: yeah, their, their promo looks were all disc. Can we just quickly touch on mm. how good did they all look in their promo looks?
1: Amazing.
0: Like Dunning, the disco theme, loved it. Very different, very unique. Um, all the queens looked amazing. Obviously, we're going to break down each queen's entrance look, uh, discuss them briefly on their previous seasons, what we thought of their entrance look. Um, we'll get cut straight to what we thought of the challenge and then their runways. Oh, and I am going to be discussing Brooklyn's runway.
1: I have so many questions for you. Uh, uh. about so many things in <laughs> this this um I mean firstly has it been retooled in the sense that um when we were watching it we were we, there was a there was utter shock in the house when we were just a bit like why are the tops lip syncing because this new information.
0: Oh, okay. No, no, no. So you obviously didn't watch UK versus the world.
1: Uh, started to, but then got hooked on uh, a couple of Netflix shows when I was right in my downtime. So,
0: but also, too, have you been watching any of the American All Stars? No. Okay. so. This is this is the All Stars format that they do. Um, so in all the iterations, because technically the Versus the World franchise is an All Stars spinoff um so their format is with the weekly challenge the hosts actually don't send anyone home they pick the top two queens and then they pick the bottom two or three queens the top two queens lip sync for their legacy the winner then gets a cash tip of usually about ten thousand dollars um unless it's the uk because you know they can't give away money um and then they have the power to send one of the bottom queens home now if on the if In the event that it's a tie lip sync uh both queens both top queens reveal their lip syncs and that's who goes home so for example if there's two bottom queens and they each pick a bottom lip sync and they both tie both those queens go home bye bitches yeah that's never happened just yet but a little quick inside tea. (gasps) yes
1: please we love tea with maya
0: so i had heard after uk season one there was a aussie expat that's now a british queen um who was back over and i did a show with her um and she was telling me that the uk had signed on for three seasons of drag race and an all-stars uk one two three all-stars so uk versus the world Mm -hmm. i've now noticed we've just had canada one two three canada versus the world are you thinking I, of- I have a theory <gasps> that we're about to have down under three and followed quickly by down under versus the world
1: oh that seem that theory seems to hold
0: I mean it's just a theory, a drag theory um, but yeah we'll see what happens
1: <gasps> much excitement
0: well let's get into it so yes. ki- kicking things off our first queen to enter the well. It's not the workroom this time, so the UK versus, well, the versus the world franchise has the queens returning via the main stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first queen to enter is season one runner-up, Rita Bagger. Um, ooh, thoughts? Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. Look, look, you are obviously a seasoned queen. Why don't you go first with what you thought and then I will share my feelings, thoughts, all so, the
0: if did you watch Canada did you watch Drag Race Canada season one
1: no so this is fun for me because okay. I hadn't watched any of Canada's Drag Race so oh. there's a few new faces that I'm not familiar with for you yeah yeah and yeah. I think this is a really fun way to look at it because obviously you're very well versed in these queens and you've seen them in all the other shows I'm seeing them for the first time with fresh new eyes and
0: right I think Which it's explain- going to be fun which would also explain why your reaction to Rita Bagger is different to my reaction uh-huh. to Rita Bagger. So Rita was known on season one of Canada's Drag Race for being this alien-esque like look queen, very campy, very over the top. She's from Montreal, so she's French. Um, her, her look back on, into the Drag Race random uh, the green was just, she looked stunning. I thought she looked amazing. What I love the most about any All Stars season is you can tell the queens that have had work done they all come back with cheek fillers lip fillers the botox the sculpting they've got all of that rita has obviously been touched by an angel just a a little bit yeah um but the thing that i love the most is this time around she comes across as a lot more relaxed in canada's drag race season one she was obviously there to win Um, she was very focused this time around she's just all of a sudden exuding a little bit more a little bit more calmness for me but she looked amazing walking onto that stage like stunning and i can expect we're going to get some great looks from her
1: uh yeah okay so i loved her look i really liked it and then, yes she did look gorgeous in the green um not being overly familiar with her she gives me a slight hans the german vibe if you know who hans is yeah
0: yeah i'm with uh, you
1: which i'm into like i love it i think it's great um i just I there was something when she first came on i didn't like her like um, i didn't dislike mm-hmm. her but like walking around the stage going oh is this you know i'm the first here i'm the only one is this a superiority thing like i get it you're trying to be funny maybe i just don't get your sense of humor um but I will again say...
0: i think that's because you didn't see her the first time around
1: right um but what i will say is <laughs> by the end of the episode, I was very much here for her.
0: Yeah. And see, that's the thing is if that's your first impression of her, I can I can completely get why you'd be put off. Um but if you'd watched the, yeah, the first season then you'd be like, oh yeah, that's her.
1: Cool. So oh, yeah, her to... outfit was great.
0: Just oh yeah. Very Second like to oh, I cut you off again. <laughs> no, 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 go for it. That's oh, where our own Trixie and Karcha. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say that she um is giving me evil queen vibes.
0: Yes very very much that very evil queen very um it more like the Charlize Theron in mm-hmm. the Snow White and the Huntsman that evil queen.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh second queen to enter I believe from memory was Stephanie Prince.
1: Yes also a queen in green much like you so today.
0: She's from season two of Canada's Drag Race who she was a filler queen she only got about halfway through uh, but she was known for her extraordinary runways, um, almost winning the first design challenge by making a gorgeous, almost feather-looking gown out of paper. Mm. Um, so I was surprised to see her announce for it, though. Um, but I mean, was obviously a fan favorite from season two. Uh, she looked good. Um, well, not my favorite entrance look. I'm not going to lie. It was very. Did you
1: yeah, see? And she walked in specifically her feet no so she had these like i think they're like a neon green heel but yeah it was like she couldn't walk in them it was really awkward right. i don't know if maybe the shoes were too big or she you know i don't know has that like a heel spur who knows it could be a medical drama yeah yeah but um yeah she looked like she was really struggling to walk down that runway maybe it was nerves I don't know. Uh, our
0: third queen is Kendall Gender, who came as a runner-up on season two. Um she comes out in the fuck was she wearing?
1: I can tell you because as we go through this, I am also watching it on my phone.
0: Thank you. Oh, Stan. that's right. It's a little blue like yeah, jumpsuit thing. It's
1: yeah. like cirque so lame uh yeah. blue blue i want to be I mean, wonder woman with a weird headpiece. like she looked nice her makeup was pretty pretty
0: so kendall's thing is always body proportions she's always made sure she's got the right body proportion for anything um her name is a takeoff of kendall jenner obviously which i'm here um, for
1: like i thought that was cute
0: in her season i wasn't the biggest fan um i definitely think there could have been others that made it to the finale over her um but I understand why she was brought back because she was a fan favorite um like she did so well in her season um not the greatest runways uh so she's more of a personality than anything else right so I mean spoiler alert you've already seen the episode usually but she obviously doesn't do too well this season either
1: (laughs) no she Um, didn't seem too pleased about uh Sacheting away
0: no but her her entrance look was okay i wasn't wowed by it because obviously i couldn't even remember what she wore exactly
1: queen number four who have you got for us miss microphone
0: queen number four now i was shocked to see this queen um being the fact that she won season two of canada's drag race uh the winner isis couture i mean she comes in looking phenomenal like she looks amazing her walk into the franchise once again like she's upholding her legacy she's proving i won this bitch for a reason and i'm gonna show you why i won this bitch
1: how do we feel like, about like a winner coming back
0: well i mean they already did it once before in the u.s for all stars three when Bibi zahara Benay, who won season one came back um so all stars is i guess a different a different kettle of fish however my thing is, so when they brought Bibi Zahara Bane back for season three of All Stars for the US, it had been almost 10 years since she won.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Isis literally won not even 12 months ago. So I think it's a little too soon to be having a winner back. Yeah. But I understand why they brought a winner back. Um, although there were there were plenty of queens from season one and season three, Although I think this was filmed just before season three of Canada. Um, But there were plenty of queens from both that they could have brought back in her place. But I'm super excited to see what she does. She won for a reason. Her looks are always stunning uh, because she makes everything herself. And you see that from her her runway look is gorge so she's going to be definitely one to one to watch this season
1: so i'm excited to see what she brings because obviously like you say she won she won for a reason she obviously was very quick to mention that she probably has a target on her back because she is a winner and i think that's probably a fair
0: assumption absolutely absolutely i would be i'd be worried as well if i was a winner coming back into a competition that i'd previously won maybe um but if i was in that situation i would 100 percent be worried that i was going to be the first queen out because everyone would be like no no we need to take you out you've won you don't need this yeah um our fourth queen fifth queen our fifth queen to enter and our first international queen yes. is down under's very own anita wiglet anita wiglet i i shouldn't be i shouldn't be openly admitting this it took me until brooklyn saying her name for me to understand what her name was.
1: Oh, is this like another Courtney Act thing? Like we did I last did. season?
0: We're like caught, yeah, caught, I, caught, I, in, I,
1: caught in the act. I didn't.
0: I I didn't get Anita Wiglet's name during Down Under season one. How did like, you How not? Can't... That's too funny. She I needs d- I to wiggle it. Baby. Did not. Did not process at all. I just kept going. I don't get. I'm like Anita Wiglet. Okay, yeah, cool. I I assumed it was something to do with a wig, like. I need a wig. And I'm like, yeah, cool. You're a drag queen. You need wigs. Yep. And it wasn't until Brooklyn said her name, but the way Brooklyn said her name, I was like, I need to wiggle it. Oh my God. My housemate just looked at me and was like, did you just get that? I'm like, maybe. he's like, Maya, no. I'm like, I, did, yeah. I didn't, I didn't process. I didn't process. Um, but yeah, Anita walks in. Um, I mean she looks good she can she's definitely not one that's gone and got any work done between not yet. no um i mean she's going to be she's going to be a crowd divider i feel the reason i say that is i don't think her sense of humor is going to translate well to a north american audience yeah um because our our sense of humor down here is very very different to theirs, mm-hmm. um, and you can already tell that from from her and the challenge as well. Um, it's yeah, I feel like she might struggle a little bit. Trans like her humor translating to yeah,
1: like not everybody gets that Aussie humor. No, and and she we can be quite offensive to some people.
0: You know, I was also a little bit she Kate she. We do love the word cunt huh? mm-hmm. um she came in very timid i found mm-hmm. so she kind of came in and then she approached the other queens very awkwardly but not like awkward is in like what she presented on down under very awkwardly is in like hi i'm here how are you um the out of the four of the canadian queens rita seemed to be the only one that knew who she was
1: that's true
0: yeah so but
1: I mean, out of the Queens from season one
0: of Down Under. I, I, I'm not surprised they chose Dana because obviously her exit line in season one was, is it too early to talk about All-Stars? True. But I am surprised because I would have 100% had my money on art.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking.
0: If, if they were going to pick a Down Under Queen to do a Versus the World, I would have 100% had my money on art, but maybe they're saving her for Down Under.
1: Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Queen number six. Lo- oh, sorry, we're still on Anita. I was gonna oh. say, I was gonna say her look. Yeah, her look was nice. It was pretty. I, it, it was it's... very kind of like it was classic. She had like almost like a Marilyn Monroe-ish kind of hairstyle going on, but with like the black yeah. glitter, which was cute.
0: Like, yeah, she looks. She looks good. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't a wow moment though for me.
1: No, and of course she had her signature face, which. With a nose that big, you gotta have a signature face.
0: I think I think it's a nerves thing. The the mouth thing that she does. I think it's a the nerves big thing. big Mouth.
1: Think like the big lips.
0: So yeah, no, well, no. I'm talking about the way she always stands there, like.
1: Because
0: mm. you notice throughout the rest of the season, the rest of the episode, when they're having serious conversations, she's standing there like. <laughs> I think I think it's a like one of those clowns. Yes, the amusement park. I don't think she like I don't think it's intentional I think it's when she's obviously nervous and not as in like in well I guess yeah maybe intimidated nervous but I feel like it's a nerves thing that she can't control that she's doing that which then again I think is going to put off a lot of people because they're going to think that she's not taking things seriously yeah okay true uh sixth queen to enter is Look, I'm not going to lie. I was not happy to see her coming back. Oh, really? Um, wait. Silky was next, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Silky Nash.
1: You were not happy to see Silky?
0: I'm not the biggest fan. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you're not a fan because of this reason or this reason. I'm not a fan because of how she was presented on season 11, 12. Eleven. I'm not a fan of because of how she's presented on season eleven. But I'm also not a fan of how I. There's something about huge personalities like that overpower everyone else that I'm not. I don't gel with. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like some of some of the biggest fan favorite drag queens from the franchise. I'm not the biggest fan of because. I was just like, mm. I mean, I get why people like them. Like she's, she's not a horrible queen in any sense, but I'm just not a huge, I don't react positively to such a big personality. Right. Because she's
1: very much a big personality. Like she is oh, a huge personality. loud and sassy and she is
0: here and she and wants no- you to know that she is here. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do feel like there is a time and a place for all of that, if that makes sense.
1: Does make sense. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what looks she brings to the show, because I think she's.
0: Mm, Same, because she's not well known for Amazing Runways. Um, Um,
1: Her entrance look, what did you think? The big blue number with like the face mask. She had a little glass
0: of bubbles. I think I preferred her. So again, you wouldn't have seen it because you haven't watched it. But I would have. I think I preferred her workroom entrance in All Stars Six. So she wore what was like a blue jumpsuit, which had a lot of, like almost like a fluffy tulle, I think half they, skirt. I'm
1: pretty sure they showed like that footage. A,
0: yeah, a giant, yeah. A giant ponytail that was all buns. Like I loved that workroom look. That was stunning and it's looked amazing on her. This one, I was like, mm, yeah, okay. Cool.
1: Cool. Um, I love the blue. I thought it was a really nice blue for her. Um face mask was a bit annoying. Like I think when the next queen mm. comes out, like you can see that it's kind of half over her eye, like it was ill fitting. Um, yeah. which was which kind of it, like, oh, did you buy that from Spotlight Love?
0: But it's a it's a it's a common thing I think I find with a lot of Silky's looks is that there's something on the look that just and it does make her a little bit more endearing to show that she's not 100 percent polished um it is more real because that is drag drag is a drag is not polished drag is something goes wrong something doesn't fit right yeah. but you have to make it work um and that's the one part about her that i find endearing is the fact that no matter what she goes out and she makes it work um but yeah i will be, I'll be interested to see how far she gets in this season Next queen is another season 11 and All-Star 6 alumni, Miss Raja O'Hara. So she, oh yeah, Silky originally placed runner-up in season 11. Raja made top six, I believe. Um, she looks great. She's, she's one that had a redemption in All-Star 6. So she was classed as a villain in her original season and came back and won the fans' favor in All-Star 6. Um, I'm excited to see it because she gives great confessionals. Great she's, confessionals. Yeah,
1: she's, we were watching it and Benny was like, hmm, I think she might be my favourite for this season. And, and then yeah. that was quickly changed by somebody else. But she's definitely his top, I guess, maybe two or three. Um, I'd like yeah. to see her get as close to the end as possible at this point. But, you know, opinions she's another
0: one. She's another one that makes 90% of her outfits, if not okay. more. Um, so she's going to give you amazing runways. On top of that, um, her entrance look—I was a fan of. Um, like she looks, she looks stunning, in like just gorgeous. Um, yeah, I'm excited for her. Same. Our next queen is so we've done um, yeah. Oh yeah, from the UK, season two, UK season two, three, UK season three. Sorry. UK season three is Vanity Milan, or is it, or is it Victoria Scone? No, it's Victoria Scone. I love this. My bad.
1: I love the like confidence you had with that, and then you're like, uh, no, maybe yeah. not. It was not Victoria Scone.
0: It was Vanity. It was Vanity. Yeah. Okay. I again, I I literally just watched this before getting ready, and I've already forgotten which order they came out. I mean, it's um,
1: hard. Like, there's there's so many of them.
0: Yeah, so it is vanity milan so she was known as the lip sync assassin of season three um amazing lip syncs every time she performed which we see again later in this episode um not so well known for her runways but she already says that she's upped her game since then another queen that's been touched by an angel um i will say the only part of her outfit that i did not like the wig was the hair yeah I, I love the cultural representation of it with the braids and beads. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're going to have the same issue with it that I did. Loved the front portion. Did not like the alfalfa spike.
1: Oh, okay. I see. Didn't mind the alfalfa spike. But when she walks over to the other queens and they all have a little hug and a cuddle, the The back, back. you could see her, you know, It looked a little bit like, you know, have you seen online when people make like wigs for their Barbies and they like have the tape and then they glue things on, kind of had that vibe to it, like it felt cheap and a a DIY job. If it was a DIY job, still really good, but I guess a little unpolished. kind of did what you know michelle always talks about and it kind of took us out of the illusion a little bit for me anyway and i was a bit like "Mm, that's disappointing otherwise you look amazing and that orange was lovely on her
0: oh the orange on her skin is phenomenal and it almost became her signature color because on uk season three she had like four runways i believe one after the other where she was wearing orange um michelle did call her out on it um But yeah, orange looks amazing on her and she looked great. I'm excited to see her perform, especially throughout the season, because you know she can turn a lip sync.
1: I Um, am excited for you to see what your eye did when you got very engrossed into your comment that you were just giving.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I've never seen an eye roll like that in my life.
0: In a good way or a bad way?
1: In like, are you a lizard person kind of way?
0: (laughs) watch me lick my own eyeball um uh, and our final queen to enter is another uk representative also from season three uh miss victoria scone who is the first woman to have ever appeared on a drag race franchise um sorry let me rephrase first cisgendered woman to have ever appeared on a drag race franchise first lesbian to have appeared on a drag race franchise and was rumored to be a top contender for season three before having to be removed from the competition due to blowing out her own knee. Um, so I'm not just the only one, I'm sure the rest of the world is super excited to see what she brings because we only got the smallest taste of her in the UK.
1: So FYI, she is my favorite already and it's not just because of the comedy stylings of our great British humor.
0: but oh. I'm I love so much. Got, I loved when she got to the end of the workroom and she goes, "I'm fat." I died. I was like, "Ah, oh, love it."
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Lord. I'm so excited for her.
0: She's gonna. She's gonna be amazing to watch. I mean, she's obviously a comedy queen, and yeah. I think a lot of her runways are going to be very wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I have an issue with her runway look later on, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> yeah there's there was something off about it but yeah um uh, i'm excited to see how how she does because she can also turn a lip sync she was one of the top two on the very first episode of uk season three um and i believe won the lip sync from memory right against eventual winner crystal versace but yeah so that's our that's our new crop of all-stars for Canada versus the world. So, we've got four Canadians, one down under, two Yanks and two Brits. Another little bit of inside tea. So, a lot of people were I feel like I need why... to
1: create you a little logo and a little like musical interlude that's like, tea with Maya.
0: Um, a lot of people were questioning why it was only English-speaking Queens on this iteration of versus the world. It is rumoured that several of the Italian, French and I believe Spanish queens were contacted and all turned it down. So it would have been more of a versus the world had they accepted, but I believe that they turned it down. So that is why it is a majority, well, it's not a majority, it is an entirely English speaking iteration this time around. Um. Well. So yeah, there are any proper queens. Uh, the main challenge. This oh, before, first before, episode...
1: before, uh, before we get to the main challenge, just very, very quickly. Brooklyn Heights, welcome. Look,
0: oh yeah, uh, yeah. the one thing that I will say. So my husband and I discussed it. Brooklyn's also obviously had some surgical enhancements There's since many season angels. eleven.
1: Many angels on these sets. Mm
0: also little thing it'll be interesting to see how judging goes considering she's judging two of her fellow season 11 sisters both silky and raja um but yeah so she's had a lot of work done and since having her cheeks done it makes her eyes look smaller and more together so it looks like she's constantly like squinting um i'm not a fan of the mullet we all know i fucking hate a mullet yeah like no no chic shaggy no i fucking hate a mullet get rid of the mullets mullets need to die um i do love the fact that she came out in a suit with heels on yes, and then turns cute. around and goes "Bitches, i'm not competing <laughs> i like my position on the judges panel no
1: yeah i like sitting over there thank you um yeah like i like the look i love i love a pantsuit and a heel
0: oh it's- yeah, I'm, yeah. The, I'm the queen of pantsuits
1: mm-hmm. you hear that Um, But yeah, I loved it. Again, not a fan of the mullet. I thought, you know,
0: she looked nice, but Eh. Yeah, she looked looked serviceable. Um, So yeah, cut straight to our first main challenge, which is girl groups. Uh, The queens get to pick their own teams. We end up with Rita, Victoria, and Anita in one team, so the comedy queens. Mm -hmm. We end up with the Canadian queens, Kendall, Stephanie and Isis, and then we end up with our Melanated Queens, which are Raja, Silky and Vanity. Um, I don't want to go too far into, you know, them in the workroom because that's irrelevant. We're here just to discuss the main meat of the show. Yeah. But the one thing I want to touch on is I thought it was a very, very, very important um subject that they covered when they were going through writing the lyrics and Vanity brought up yes. the whole we are all different remember our names um even more so considering just recently the uk (gasps) drag race fan page
1: yes please talk about this because i was scrolling through my insta and i saw an apology and i was like what are we apologizing for what did i miss
0: so when dakota schiffer from the most recent season of drag race got eliminated she was talking about queens that she befriended and she mentioned another queen which was baby who is a great black queen And the Drag Race page put up a photo of Black Pepper, (gasps) who is also another Black Queen from the same season, who's one of the four finalists. So everyone was like, are you serious? You really confused the only two Black Queens on the same season for each other? And so they had to apologize, which rightfully so.
1: Yes. But it's,
0: it's a constant thing that all the Black Queens that appear on any iteration of the franchise deal with, with people calling them each other's names. So Tia Coffee from season two of UK, um, a while ago put up a massive thing, just being like calling out everyone for confusing her, Astina Mandela, its tastes, um, and Vanity Milan for all being each other. So just being like, we are not her. She is not me. We are not them. Like remember our names. Um, Vanity after a the world well, as well called out being like, there are nine white queens on the same season and no one confuses them for each other so why do the only black queens always get confused for each other so i think it's it was a very important message for her to deliver the fact that the drag race fandom is toxic at the best of times but to it's casual it's casual racism is what it is by not even being bothered to learn which queen is which and Remembering which queen is which, especially when they're either a queen of color, or a First Nations queen, or a any form of minority.
1: My mum has a term that she uses when anybody does, you know, anything like that. She calls it casual cunting
0: One hundred percent, because you know fully well what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There is there is no oh it's accidental. No, you know fully well what you were doing, and
1: the fact so so. The post came from Drag Race.
0: The official Drag Race page.
1: Who essentially employed these drag queens, mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. full well who they were. Had them mm-hmm. in their, you know, pre-post production, had all of the footage of their... Yep. They, put, it just, this, put it this you way. Can't, there's no apology for that. That's just
0: shit. that intern. That intern lost their job. Oh, 100%. Like there was there's no coming back from that. You royally fucked up, especially in this day and age of social media being everything, doing anything like that. You done fucked up, eh, All right. So main challenge. Uh just quickly touching on this. So the girl groups, I thought the song was it was very clearly geared towards the comedy team.
1: Mm-hmm. Bonjour.
0: Like hi. yeah, but the it one, it was very fast. Every Queen's verses were like I couldn't understand super. it. Super. Oh, we watched it with subtitles because Brock has to watch everything with fucking subtitles. Um, because he's going deaf. Um, but we watched it with subtitles and that was the only way I understood what the Queens were saying. But like it was so fast, so snappy, so and I was like, the fuck is this? But I found the song was very much geared and tailored towards um reader and and Victoria. Yeah. I thought it failed the other two teams a little bit. If anything, they should have received their own style of the same song,
1: mm-hmm. or they could have at least gave them a snippet of the song and then let them pick their teams. Because you might have been able to go, okay, you know what, it is more to that... the comedy queens, and they could have
0: no. Because see, I don't think that would. I don't think that would have helped. So by splitting up the comedy queens, it would have made every one of them look weaker. So by having the three groups together, it helped because they could play off of each other. Um, That's what I mean. I feel like each one of the groups should have been giving their own iteration of the song. So for example, giving something that was more tailored towards them. Okay, yeah. So you've got an upbeat, over-the-top, campy, Eurovision-esque style song tailored to the Company Queens perfectly. Give the Canadian Queens um, a more pop version so more like an ariana britney style Mm -hmm. like version and then give your melanated queens a full on like bitch track like a Nicki minaj cardi b and that's not that's not me saying because they're black queens they need to have a black style but they all mentioned about the fact that that's the style of music that they listen to so that should have been what they were given like Give them all strength so it would have showcased them all.
1: Right. So, like, better. you would need yourself a
0: Mariah track. I'd need myself a, Absolutely. Little, t- a little
1: bit country. It would be like.
0: Like, you give, like, if I was there and they gave me a Mariah track, I would 100% know how to slay that. You give me a fucking country track and I'm going to be like a fish out of water. I mean, although I could do a little what carry underwood, but. side
1: so, note, her uh... performance in the EAMAs this week was just horrendous. Oh, really? and I, yeah, I love Carrie Underwood. She came down in this like severe thing and she was just sort of like laying and it like flopped and it was it was. Like YouTube it was um, yeah, the time that they were like Carrie Underwoods had a terrible accident. Next time you see her, she's going to look different. And she was touched by an angel. Bless her heart. They
0: all are. They all are. That's very <laughs> southern. Bless her heart.
1: <laughs> OK, so uh, Brooklyn's runway look.
0: Oh, oh. Fuck me now. Oh, RuPaul could never. Oh. Oof. Brooklyn walked out and I instantly fucking came everywhere. Just everywhere.
1: Poor just Brock.
0: All over all over the TV, <laughs> all over the couch, <laughs> all over the coffee table. I fucking just squirted everywhere. It was fucking gorgeous. So I had no looks amazing. Oh, okay. I this will determine the future of this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the dress was to die for like
0: mm-hmm.
1: 100% like the gold bodice, the way that it had that almost like deconstructed black fabric coming off and like the way that when she moved you get her hips moved oh, into gosh, the black she's... fabric, mm-hmm. like flawless mm-hmm. makeup,
0: gorgeous mm-hmm.
1: hair didn't love.
0: Okay, but I put this to you. Mm. So normally, I do have critiques and this sort of stuff saying another hairstyle would be better. I cannot picture another hairstyle that would have showcased that in a way that that hair did. So, if you had to put like a updo, it would have looked too pageanty, too Miss America, too, you know, like very royal, like not the right look given her a short bob oh maybe a slicked back bob might have worked like a behind the ears yeah maybe maybe so very much similar to like what anita has as her runway hair yeah maybe could have worked long hair no because again it would have just detracted from everything i think that short stylized uh almost marcel morceau finger wave-esque hair that she had I think that showcased everything perfectly. So you're wrong.
1: <laughs> I would have liked a center part and a pull back with a low bun with some sort of glittery detail, or even just like a little would have made her the back
0: would have made her look too old. It's very that's very Avita, very like Madonna Avita. No, so you're wrong.
1: It is funny because Benny's always like, I love when I love listening to the wind up when you have an opinion and my microphone like, no.
0: <laughs> we're, like, we're allowed differing opinions.
1: Of course, we'll just, you know, we'll agree to disagree You're just wrong. That, the hair, that the hair wasn't great. Also, I could have done without the gloves. That I'll agree with. Um
0: and I'm going to quit
1: while I'm ahead so Brooklyn well done we love to look
0: yeah first down the runway for our category of queen of the world is Miss Anita Wiglet from down under ah I was disappointed so queen of the world and she walks out in a very basic tulle dress that for me needed a lot more to the bottom like it needed more ruffles needed more needed stones on it it needed it just needed more if you're giving me queen of the world and that's how you walk out you're giving me more queens queens handmaiden
1: i was feeling um, like you know barbie's kinsignetta.
0: yeah i didn't also understand the black lipstick choice her shoes like, were black it's regardless black lipstick with such a bright bold pink dress and slicked back white uh, blonde hair I just didn't if if that was the case if she was doing it because she was wearing black shoes she should have had Brooklyn's black gloves yes like black gloves and then I would have covered the dress in pink and black stones to tie it all in like and but again made that skirt Fifty thousand times bigger like yeah it wasn't screaming
1: it wasn't screaming queen it was like prom queen maybe not queen of the world
0: prom queen of like the early 80s yeah in rural new south wales (laughs) she's from broken hill uh second queen down was rita bagger uh was it or victoria
1: was rita
0: rita rita yeah yeah
1: in the yellow regal
0: yeah she she was giving me queen of the of the world um i didn't understand the bedazzled hot dog scepter um and i'm not a huge fan of the color palette she chose so the bright pink with the bright yellow i just thought it was that it was very harsh to the eyes Um uh, she looked like makeup and hair she looked stunning though <clears throat> oh, Fuck.
1: There
0: she is. I and so, we're back. I got so far through it. You so did. far. You did. You really did. Um, but yeah, she looked, she looked gorgeous face up the dress. Yeah, wasn't my favourite. Third queen. Uh, was I'm Victoria Scone. So excited so to hear
1: your review of this
0: outfit. I'm calling it her herpes dress.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: So when she said she was coming out dressed as a scone with a jam and cream, I got that down the bottom. With the purple jam and then the white cream got that and then I understood that the top part was supposed to be the scone. I didn't understand the giant polyps of herpes that were covering her chest and shoulders.
1: So you say herpes to me she looked a bit warty.
0: That's what herpes is Jen, like warts. Yeah but like, like, like. Yeah, warty like like it's just, think of like anal warts, like the polyps. yeah, Yeah that's where she's at. So I didn't, I didn't understand it, I'm like I've never had a scone that's covered in warts or herpes or.
1: Well, they feel like they or... were supposed to be little scones, but if you were coming out as a big scone, why do you have tiny little scones on you?
0: And then, like, if they were dark, like chalk chips, like she's supposed to be a chalk chip scone, I would have maybe understood a little bit more, but I was just like, oh, that that missed the mark for me. Well, she the has rest of little it...
1: chocolate chips on a dress as well. So it was. So, yeah. From mm. waist down,
0: gorgeous love, neck up
1: neck up love
0: here no mm, fail oh, i just want to i just want a side note as well i loved yeah. how she was outrageously flirting with the guest judge this week
1: oh yes she
0: and was, she, made, she, made, she
1: has no shame i love
0: it and what i what i loved was she made several lesbian jokes throughout the episode that everyone is just like oh and i'm like oh, about time we got some decent sort of different humor on there like yeah. in her lyrics as well where she talks about how she'll cream first I was like,
1: <laughs> And also just yeah. uh, as an FYI, as, as gay and queer men, do we really have to always be so put off by the fact that lesbians have sex too?
0: Like, no, like my, my boss is a lesbian and we talk about it all the time.
1: Yeah, I do too. But I know so many people who are like gay guys vagi- who are just like,
0: Because eh. vaginas are gross.
1: Vaginas are fine. Get over it. It's just a vagina. Uh, next out was Kendall Gender.
0: Kendall gender and I didn't understand her look for queen of the world either she looked very much like the captain of the royal guard with the swords and the cape and the ill-fitting pants with the baggy crotch and where there was a a slither of skin showing between the boot and the bottom of the shorts so when she's walking down you Mm -hmm. can see her legs showing through him like not the greatest showing of like if this is your first time walking the runway um to reintroduce yourself not the greatest.
1: No it was very much like I felt like she was almost like from Aladdin and she was Jafar's guard she had that very mm-hmm. Agrabah vibe going on which was cute but just not queen yep. of the world.
0: No no uh, our next queen was Isis Ah. Uh, now uh, this gave yes. me queen vibes. This gave me I am queen and I am never letting go of my fucking crown. You will have to kill me. And even then I will come back from the death and keep my motherfucking crown.
1: I mean, royal blue and then
0: white feathers. So, inside tea, so I found on Instagram today, the designer that helped her with this outfit. And it's actually inspired by a Barbie. So there is a royal Barbie that has this exact outfit. Um, that they've obviously changed slightly to be more draggy and mm-hmm. for you know real life but this whole look was inspired by a Barbie doll and I, I I'm here for it.
1: Ah, uh, yeah I love it and I just I want that cape piece that
0: I want the whole look I mean whole, whole look
1: you can have the dress and I'll have the cape
0: done done cool uh then we're followed by Stephanie Prince who comes out in a very i want to say traditional inspired so she's gone the more queen of her culture um loves the headpiece the pots on top of her head mm-hmm. love the cultural significance she says it's tied very like very much to her granddad um so i love that interpretation my only critique of it was it felt like the bodysuit felt very much like she'd bought it from a costume shop as like a traditional tattooed bodysuit
1: yep this is my exact thoughts loved everything about the outfit apart from that bodysuit like if mm. it was this this fabric was more sheer so you could actually I guess see her skin tone underneath it or if even the, if they had she had more time like she could have just tattooed some of this on her and not done it the lines body.
0: the design because it it looked almost wet like leatherette look, mm-hmm. is what was putting me off like it didn't look like it was tattooed on her body because it looked like it was leather straps that had been sewn onto the bodysuit so i would have liked if you want to do if you want to do it draggy make that all black rhinestones so cover yourself yes. in black rhinestones but to do dazzle it dazzle that shit. that would have looked camp or hand painted on so that way then it looks more realistic more natural that was my only critique for that otherwise she looked amazing like and i hundred percent here for bringing your own cultural mm-hmm. aspects to the runway and showcasing it for the world
1: up next vanity milan
0: ah i love it and i don't so i loved the bodice that bedazzled white peplum, stunning mm-hmm. she also looks great in white she looks great in any color mm-hmm. her skin tone any color she looks phenomenal hated the skirt it was the it was quilted not, was yeah it like... was not here not here for grabbing the duvet off the hotel sorry off the motel <laughs> bed um and just wrapping it around and i also the headpiece as well just felt a bit too small for me
1: yeah i loved it but yeah it needed to be the where the you needed, needed to come out more like this
0: yeah as opposed to come being out a little so... bit come out a little bit wider so that yeah. way then it didn't feel very much like engulfing her head it
1: was a little claustrophobic
0: like she still looks great it was just like i said little bits she was about she was about 60 there for me yeah. about 60 percent there up next. following her raja o'hara oh i mean okay so just judging it based on the look alone loved it yeah love the color purple the pants are amazing we all know i love a pant pants are amazing just the way the The puffy come and the right positions for the cutouts, purple hair. So purple's her signature color. Like she rocks it. It I don't get queen of the world. No. This didn't give me regal. It didn't give me royal. It just, it was very much, it's a fabulous look. Just for me, didn't fit the thing.
1: hundred percent agree with all of that.
0: I love when we agree. And I even love it more when I'm the one that says it and you agree with me. (laughs) So our final queen, Miss Silky Nutmeg Ganache. So she comes out originally in almost like a funeral garb. So black dress, black umbrella, handkerchief. And and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, queen of the world? Queen of the funeral? She then does a reveal, throws the umbrella, throws the hanky, spins around, takes the black off and I will say this this gown is gorgeous (gasps) all the sparkles she looks amazing she looks regal she looks expensive she looks like the dress just fits her beautifully like she looks amazing like the Nana's carton Nana's couch fabric um looks great Mm -hmm. in that style of ball gown and the amount of hours that must have been spent stoning that dress ridiculous like she just glides along and then when she does a little spin and sits sits down at the end of the runway ah like 10 out of 10 for silky like this was phenomenal this was a great look uh so then we cut to it and we get raja and silky are announced as our safe queens i reckon as well so, because obviously this is produced by World of Wonder, they want to protect the US queens because they're the most well-known. Mm-hmm. So you'll never, I, you'd very rarely see a US queen in the bottom of the first episode. I find uh, our top two are announced as Rita Bagger and Vanity Milan.
1: I only agree with one of those. Vanity. Yeah.
0: Who would you put in Rita's place?
1: Silky, based on the runway. But based okay, on... but based
0: on based on runway and challenge, it was either Rita or Victoria for me. Yeah, Victoria over. So Rita. I feel, but it, I feel yeah, either. she
1: lost it at the runway. It's, it's just if she didn't have those little.
0: Well, but even yeah. still, it, I, I feel even if without she didn't have the polyps slash herpes slash warts, um, without that the dress would have been very plain. Um, it still it her dress definitely wasn't giving me queen of the world um so I, yeah i i think Rita was deserved for this um our bottom two queens surprisingly was Kendall and Stephanie now as were much as surprised? I love that
1: I wasn't surprised in the sense that I wasn't surprised that we were seeing two Canadians in the bottom
0: I'm not surprised with that because I mean you started with four they've got to get rid of someone and makes more oh, sense to uh, get rid of one of the majority. It's,
1: uh, Canadians going in the bottom. Mm.
0: Um, but as much as I love her, I was honestly thinking that Anita was going to be one of the bottom two. Yes. So, because the judges just did not love her runway look, um, I, I thought it was going to be Kendall and Anita in the bottom two. Um, I think Kendall's performance is what, not Kendall's, sorry, I think Anita's performance is what saved her. <laughs> um, So, top two queens, lip-sync to... What was the song again? I feel like it was an Angeline song. It was. I
1: can't can't remember what it was called. Shit. Uh,
0: Vanity turns it out as expected. She's a lip-sync assassin. Like, we know that she's going to turn a lip-sync this season. So, she did amazing. She wins the lip-sync. And she, after a deliberation in their version of Untucked, where... She has a nice little chat with Stephanie about representation. Where Stephanie talks about being the only Asian queen on the cast. Vanity chooses Miss Kendall Gender to go home first. Not surprised, but at the same time, am surprised because she did so well on her original season that I'm shocked that she went home so early.
1: I based on solely on this. Out of the bottom two, I'm not surprised that she was the one to go home, particularly after (coughs) the untucked situation and the conversations. Like I think um, Stephanie did right by herself in talking about representation and I think for particularly, you know, being a queen of colour to want to help representation.
0: Mm.
1: you know, give give them a give him a fair go, Aussie. Um but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not surprised that she she stayed, um, and also her runway look was very much more royal vibes. Even yeah. maybe not queen of the world, but definitely queen of her culture. And then, yeah, you know, whereas Kendall's was just where's my magic carpet?
0: Yeah, ill fitting, just didn't make sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm I'm okay not knowing too much about Kendall from previous seasons as two have not watched mm-hmm. it, I'm okay for her to go. I feel like it was very much explained that she did really really well last time so mm-hmm. we know that she's capable of a lot of things but then this is all stars and so anyone can go at any time.
0: Yeah it's anything can happen. All it takes is one bad week to land in the bottom and someone's going to take you out.
1: Miss Maya, what are your overall thoughts of Canada
0: ex- versus the world? I'm excited to review this season. Um, I think it's going to be great. Um, obviously, we had originally intended to review UK season four, but we obviously ran out of, ran out of time because and it the, crept and up. this
1: bitch needed a
0: break. Well, it, cre- it crept up on us so quickly. We weren't it. ready for it to start so soon. Literally, we wrapped up filming Wind Up for Down Under and straight away the next week UK was launching and we're like, okay, yeah, no, we're missing this one. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And um, I'm happy with this one because I actually really, I'm quite intrigued by all the queens that are in this one. Um, they yeah. excite me a little bit more than a the, the lot of the new queens on um,
0: Drag Race UK. Um, but yeah, so that was our Welcome Back Episode 2 The Wind Up. Uh, don't forget you can catch us every single week here on either YouTube or Spotify, uh, depending where you prefer to either listen to our sultry, sensual voices. Or watch out antics in live living color um you can follow oh, sorry you can I follow flashes no god no i'm in sweatpants um i'm doing a <laughs> uh you can follow him on instagram at sean Phillips official you can follow me at myacophone you can follow this podcast at the windup underscore pod uh we're going to continue on for this entire iteration of canada versus the world and then hopefully after that it will bring us into time for us season 15.
1: Ooh, much, be in much content we're, much
0: to do look we're we're going full time with this baby it's going to be it's going to be our weekly our weekly little wind it's going to be our weekly little wind up uh see what i did there you've you did. You you did you done did, this see before you haven't
1: you i will say oh, before we leave there is one Thing that seems to be missing from season one of the windup that's not going to make it into every episode this time but here's one for my Yuri. Balls. well no they probably will but here's one for Yuri Guy oh oh